Hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It's Jake and Jana. Thanks so much for joining us again this week. And this week, we are diving into the question of, is it too late for... Dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. dot. <laughs> um, I would say this is a question that we get all the time. It's just followed up by all sorts of different things, depending on the kid and the situation. Um, one of the ones that we just recently got pertaining to the questions we had asked for for the podcast was... Is it too late or at what point is it a problem if my dancer is not able to do all of the tumbling tricks? And so we'll dive into that, but then we're also going to dive into just the answer to that question regarding most things with dance. Um, As far as tumbling goes, here would be my answer and probably my answer to most specific things that people are asking about. Is this necessary for a successful Um, competition dance experience or for a professional career even. And I always say the more eggs the dancer can have in their basket, the better. So you never know what someone's going to ask from them, whether that's a guest choreographer that's coming in to set a piece or professionally, my gosh, (laughs) there's, there's all sorts of things that people are looking for. Even scholarship auditions, you just never know what is going to be asked of you as a dancer. But that being said, there are tons of professional dancers out there that have never been able to do the big tumbling tricks. Um, so I wouldn't say that there's any one skill that if a dancer doesn't have that, it's a make or break. I just wouldn't. There's there's different dancers of all types out there. Yeah, I agree. So is it something to keep working toward? Sure. But, I mean, honestly, by the time they're teens and seniors, you're not seeing a whole lot of tumbling in competition dance pieces Anyway, I would almost say as they get older, it's less and less important. And we were even just talking about it before this. I mean, we have a student at Juilliard that could never tumble, nor was it ever a problem or an issue um, of our dancers that are now dancing with ballet companies. I think maybe they could do like a front or back walkover, but they weren't doing big, crazy tumbling things. Um, Look at Radio City. Look at the Rockettes. They're not tumbling. I mean... Now, if your dancer wants to be in a Cirque show one day and that's like their big goal, then sure, that's probably going to be necessary. But I just, I don't think there's any one element that's like, oh my gosh, if you can't do this one thing, you can't make it in the dance world. Totally agree. And, you know, having all those different eggs in your basket can definitely help get you noticed or different opportunities. Um, But again, I think it goes to what what your goals are, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And... Any combination of those things, whether it's ballroom experience, that they can dance on point, that they can sing, um, that they can act, that they can tap, that they can... I mean, you just never know. So um, the more eggs they can have in the basket, the better. But no, I don't think that tumbling is a make or break thing. Agreed. Um, And then that just got us talking. And, you know, I think that younger... Jake and Jana, when we were first teaching, um, I think that a common question was, is it too late for my dancer to be successful in this? If they're only at this point at 10, 12, 13, people all have a different, different number where they're asking about that. And I think as young teachers, there definitely would have been situations that we might've said, "Eh, maybe. Right. Yeah. I don't know. 
I have been proven wrong on this so many times. by so many young dancers that I will never, I will never say that it's too late for anyone to achieve anything because I've, I've just seen it too many times and I feel like I see it yearly. There's some dancer that just mm-hmm. all of a sudden they've been dancing and spending lots of hours a week dancing and it just clicks and it comes together and becomes something incredible. And sometimes they go on to dance professionally. Sometimes they go on to win all the things at dance competitions and sometimes not, but I've just found it's no one's place to say that it's too late for someone to achieve whatever they want to achieve. If that person wants to achieve it. For sure. I, I think discounting someone's passion, someone's work ethic, someone's drive, they, they will prove you wrong more often than not. If they want something bad enough, Mm -hmm. you know, just humans in general, if you want something bad enough and you're willing to work for it and you're willing to, you know, go to the wall for it. I don't want to, I don't want to count that person out. And within dance, it happens all the time. Um, I'm sure most of you know, Misty Copeland, who's probably the most famous ballet dancer right now. And, but what I think a lot of people don't know is Misty Copeland didn't even start dancing until she was 13. And not like a boys and girls club, right? Mm, I think it was. Maybe. And she's Misty Copeland. So, Mm. um, by all means, if someone would have looked at her at 10 or 11 before she'd even started dancing (laughs) and said it was too late, we wouldn't have Misty Copeland. Um, and it goes outside of dance too. Oh, for sure. I mean, you got Michael Jordan who didn't make his high school basketball team. Um, I hear about football players all the time who randomly haven't either haven't played football or play another sport. And, you know, they have the physical attributes and somebody's like, you should go out for football. And, and then all of a sudden they get a college scholarship offer. I think football players that don't really get into the college program that they want or, and, and then Next thing you know, they're in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's always, I mean, look at Tom Brady. It's always the, it's always the ones that are counted out, and like somebody goes, ah, you're not, you're not the type. You don't have everything that that we are really looking for. It's like, okay, one hundred percent. So everyone's on their own trajectory, and it's not always the same. But if they're working hard, it wins out. So will I probably ever answer the question? Is it too late for my dancer to do blah blah blah? I'm probably not ever going to say it's too late because, and it's not, you know, I think sometimes as a business owner, I even, I never want people to feel like it's only because we want to take their money or because we want to keep them in classes. I've just seen kids prove me wrong almost always (laughs) on this. Um, And the late bloomers a lot of times are sometimes the ones that bloom the most beautifully. So, um, I, I remember times when we were younger where I would just look at you and I'd be like, you are crazy. Like that is just, I don't think that's going to be a thing. And then like two or three years down the road, I'd be like, I was so wrong. (laughs) It was so wrong. So yeah, I think experience teaches you like. Well, I think even within our program right now. So there's a girl that was just one of the final 60 called back to USC's auditions for their dance program out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds um across the world there were even some internationally that were there and that girl didn't make theater arts dance company the first year she tried out didn't even make the team and oh my gosh she's wonderful now and has gone on to achieve all sorts of things and be one of the the final 60 for that program so what if she had decided in that moment that that was it 
you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and how many people do that with things in life, but also those that don't and they don't give up and they keep working, that's when it really turns into something. So I would say that the love and work ethic almost always wins out over natural ability. Now, if you compare it with some natural <laughs> ability, that is a dream. Um, but it's not always necessary. There are some that even without the natural ability, it really, really just becomes something. And I think the resilience to push through when they don't get everything is like part one A. So number hmm. one important thing is that the love and work ethic is there. And then I would say the next thing is definitely sure the resilience right. to push through when they don't get everything. Yep. And then natural ability after that. Yes. You know, but yes, that's what we were saying when we were talking about before we went live with this was, you know, and that's where it is so much bigger than dance, right? Learning resilience and to push through. And when you didn't get something or when you get knocked down, I mean, all of those life lessons are so huge for kids in general, but kids within dance, like that is just a giant, giant thing for them to be working with, you know? Absolutely. And I think it's harder. I I don't think, I know it's it's so much much harder harder right now for kids than it was for us or for the parents that are listening to this because of the social media comparison. And I know it's so difficult when everything's so public and everyone can see when they get something, when they don't, um, they can see what other people are getting and what they don't. But once again, I've, I've seen kids overcome that left and right that just Mm -hmm. stay focused and they stay focused on their goals and they're not super worried about what this person's achieving over here, this person. And my gosh, you give it a couple years and they come out on top. Yeah, that could be a whole nother topic too with social media. But I think that, I think too, that's just a cultural thing. I mean, I was telling you before we went online. I mean, if we, if we don't get a package from Amazon in two days, I'm like, well, where is it? You know, and like, mm-hmm. or DoorDash or anything. I mean, everything is so instantaneous anymore that it's so hard, even for adults, for us to to remember to be patient, to remember to be resilient, to remember to remember to um, have perseverance, all, all the things, right, that that um, good things come from in life um, that these kids are working on in, in the world that we all live in today. And dance training is rarely instantaneous in any situation, um, good mm-hmm. dance training. Right. So... Yes, if you if you take the natural ability and you pair it with a hard worker, you're you're going to get results quickly and when they're young. Um but most of the time it's not instant and it's a slow process and then all of a sudden this kid is a certain age and obviously there's no set limit on that either, right? Misty Copeland didn't even start till 13. I've seen plenty of our dancers that have gone on to do a lot with it that really click at 16, 17. So there, there's no magic number there, but it's just not instant in most situations. No, most of the time it's not. It's it's what I, I try to tell them a lot of times in class. It's the microwave versus crock pot mentality. I mean, <clears throat> some of the best meals <laughs> you know, take a little bit longer in the crock pot, but it's it's a um, it's a lesson that I feel like we all have to continually learn in life is that some of the most worthwhile things aren't instantaneous, mm-hmm. you know. And so. that goes way beyond dance. So um, today's is a little shorter, but 
I think it's such an all all encompassing thing that answers a lot of questions right there. Yeah, and it was just kind of on our heart. We're like, we should we should talk about this. Mm-hmm. So, um, so thanks again for joining us this week, and keep sending in any questions or or topics that you'd like us to cover. But uh, we appreciate you being with us. And get ready for some guests on the show soon, too. (laughs) So we're excited about that. Um, All right. We'll have a fabulous week, everyone. And we'll see you next time. You bet. Thanks, guys. Bye.